With over $125 million in insurance recovery and $40 million loans and leases tracked, Allied Solutions is an industry leader in financial institution solutions for ancillary product cancellation, quota loss and gap claims, and repossession physical damage recovery. The team at Allied is working hard to deliver on their culture of innovation to transform products and services into instruments of action. Grow, protect, and evolve your business with Allied Solutions. To learn more, visit alliedsolutions.net backslash autofinance. Again, alliedsolutions.net backslash autofinance. And hello again there, everyone, and welcome into the Auto Remarketing Podcast. So glad to have you along with us today as we continue uh, our conversations with executives across the automotive industry. My name is Bill Zedites, and uh, and again, we're happy to have you along for the ride today. Um, really excited to have uh, Mike Stanton with NADA with us. Mike is, uh, is, is a good friend. We go way back and and of course, Mike is uh, the top man at NADA now. And uh, let's bring Mike in here uh, to, to to speak with us this afternoon. Mike, congratulations! I know it's been almost a year, but um, man, we're really excited for you in this role, and uh, and just know you're gonna gonna do a great job for the industry. So welcome in. Hey, Bill. Thanks. Uh, happy to be talking to an old friend. And and before we get started here, thank you for you know all you've done to support. NADA and our, our franchise dealers over over the years and all you've done for for the remarketing industry you all do a heck of a job well we appreciate that and uh, and the feelings mutual I mean uh, as many of you know Mike uh, uh, on his uh, climb up the career ladder was uh, at the previously known NADA used car guide for a number of years and uh, really got to know Mike then and, and respect to the work and and his team and his leadership in the industry. And, and Mike, I, mean, I guess first, you know, from that side of things, what, what did your time at Used Car Guide um, kind of add to, you know, your knowledge base, your experience base um, that's kind of helped uh, in, in your new role? Well, a couple of things. I mean, it gave me my first opportunity really to run a business, to build a team, uh, of, of which I have some of them back here with, with us here at NADA, uh, you know, to grow that business and then eventually turn it into something that, that somebody uh, wanted to buy. And J.D. Power uh, did just that. And I think it's been a good move for J.D. Power and it's been a great move for NADA because we need to be laser focused on, on supporting dealers and, and getting back to our core, which is dealer education and dealer advocacy. So, I mean, those were wonderful opportunities, um, but I also, boy, I, I just got a chance to be exposed to a whole part of the industry that, that I, I just hadn't, hadn't really even known about. Right. Uh, I, I come from a manufacturer background, so new cars was kind of where it's at, uh, car companies and dealers, and then you get into this whole used car space, and it's like a whole, whole nother world with all of these vendors and entrepreneurs so the ability to, to to meet so many people and learn so much over over that almost ten year time frame was just just an incredible experience, and I think set me up pretty well to uh, uh, to do what I'm doing now. Yeah, no, congratulations on that. And um, you know, I think you're right. When I think of and and I've been in my role now um, almost 25 years, I'm going to age us out a little bit from from that standpoint, but. I think you're right. I mean, the, the entrepreneurial spirit, and, and it, we, we talk about that, you know, in the dealer body in general. 
Um, but, but I really do see it on, on the used car side of things. It, it really is interesting to, to see, uh, not only from the, the franchise dealers, but, you know, complement independent dealers. And, and, uh, as you said, kind of the supplier world, the vendor world, uh, always coming up with some, uh, some really unique, uh, opportunities. So no, I, I echo your, your thoughts there, but Mike, let's talk about, um, you know, the biggest group that you're out there to serve, and that is uh, the nation's franchise auto dealers. And what we say around here is that the first uh, step in manufacturing a used car is to sell a new car. Uh, that has to be done. But man, the new car market has had so many challenges in terms of supply and and other things as well. What are you What are you hearing from from dealers as they as they visit you and you're you're spending time? I know you're traveling a lot. Um, what is top of mind right now for them in, in terms of their new car inventories and and how they continue to to weather a bit of a storm in there that space? Oh, it's just you know it's a laundry list when you talk to dealers. Uh, obviously, inventory is number one. Uh, profitability is very good. We see that through our 20 group data. It's, it's almost unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't match when you look at profitability, profitability and then, and then the dealership lot. I mean, I, I have a funny story. One of, one of my dealer friends, uh, had one of his customers paste, uh, or, or, or post on Facebook that, uh, you know, thank you for his service and congratulating on him on his retirement. And he had to do a quick recovery. And he's not out of business. He was just out of cars. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, it's been crazy. And there's just so much swirling around out there. Uh, and with change comes opportunity, but it, it also, you know, anybody that, that says they love change is, is, is probably lying to us uh, because there's concern out there. I mean, we've got these big new electrification goals. We've got new competition out there. Uh, we've, we've got this this great relationship with our legacy OEMs, but they're experimenting with new things. And we want to make sure that, that we've got a seat at the table and that, that our car companies are listening to dealer input and that we are an essential part of, of their, their future, future success. But I got to tell you, I mean, dealers, they're just an amazing bunch. They, they, they never stop during this pandemic. Uh, they, they always have an optimistic outlook. Uh, sure, there there's some different profit areas that are under attack. You know, potentially the F and I and these voluntary protection products. Uh, they're concerned with LIFO right now. Mm. We've got all this consolidation, uh, and I'm not sure if that's a good thing or or not such a good thing for the industry. Time will tell. Uh, I'm also hearing a lot about staffing, not mm. just in the in the technician area. I mean, technicians have always been in short supply, but now just keeping you know keeping. Uh, uh, the employees overall has been a concern for dealerships. Right. And, and then there's this whole, I, I, you know, we, we've talked in the past about data and putting the data to best, best use for, you know, taking care of the customer and cybersecurity. There's just a lot out there, including, you know, this new administration and mm. changes at the, at the agencies here in, in DC. So there's always a lot going on. As I'd like to say, I, I, uh, always something interesting, something new, to tackle every day I come to work. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. I, I can't imagine really. I, I can't imagine that there's always something new and you touched on the electrification in in the EVs and, and as we record uh, this podcast in the news right now are um, some back and forth and some, some content that's being pushed out there with regard to 
um, the incentives on uh, union-made vehicles and number of uh, politicians have some things to say about that and uh, just interested you know in, in your thought process from from your seat at the top of NADA and and, and what what you're thinking and, and where that may end up well I, I want to do a quick rewind I mean when I first took the job at, at the beginning of the year and of course it was building at the end of la last year there was this narrative out there this false narrative that you know, dealers were in the way or dealers didn't want to sell electric vehicles. Mm. And, you know, anybody that knows a dealer that spent one minute with a dealer knows that they, they want to do two things. They want to sell stuff and they want to take care of customers. So none of this ever made any sense to us. And, and we did some research and I, I'm not going to bore you with all that detail. I mean, but the gist is the product hasn't been here. It's coming. And the dealers are excited about the product. They're making the investments. You know, we're talking about two, three, four hundred thousand dollars at some stores to get ready for the electric vehicles. So our dealers are all in. And not only are they all in, they are essential. They're absolutely essential if we're going to hit these, these electric vehicle goals that have been stated by several OEMs. I think about, you know, GM's Mary Barra says that GM wants to be at 100% EV by 2035. And Biden, he says 50% by 2030. I mean, these mm -hmm. are super aggressive uh, targets. And the only way to get that done is through your dealer network. And then in addition to that, if, if we're picking winners and losers in terms of, of manufacturer EVs or in terms of customers that qualify, those are just going to hold us back as, as well. So NADA is for the broadest possible application of, of incentives when it comes to, to vehicles in the market, plain and simple. We don't want to be picking winners and losers. We certainly don't want the government at that. And we need to make it simple, too. I mean, the consumers need to know what is out there. Incentives have all, are, always been complicated in our industry. Consumers need to know what they qualify for, what the incentives are, and they need to have the choice. And I think that's our best path to to attempting to reach some of these these very aggressive goals, as I as I stated. The goals are aggressive, and I mean, the, as you mentioned, the the, the timelines are are incredible when you think about an industry that that currently, uh, is, you know, relative to the to the overall number of vehicles being sold, and uh, the EVs just aren't there yet, but. But yeah, as you said, when you have someone like Mary Barra uh, behind it, you know that GM is going to be absolutely focused on uh, on making that happen. Um, well, real quick, I think too, this is an amazing opportunity for the car companies and the dealers to work together. Mm -hmm. uh, we've always worked together. There's always been some friction though on one program or another. And look, I think some of that friction is very healthy. But this is an excellent time for us to band together and, and you know, help, help running, run toward these, these goals. And we're going to support that from, from NADA's perspective through some, some education in initiatives that we're excited to announce here in, in the coming weeks. We'll have, we'll have a big announcement at the NADA show. And we are more working with our, our sister trade association here, the Alliance for Auto Innovation, and we're talking with all the car companies about, you know, the need to work together to take care of the customer, because that's what's going to win in the marketplace. We've got to be in constant contact, constant dialogue, 
and we have to be open and honest about what uh, you know what we can do together again to to take care of that customer. Mike, one of the things that the NADA, the, the dealer body has done over the last year to take care of those customers is that they've had the opportunity um, to present them with some really strong used car options. And I know that for your membership, um, that's a big part of that profit puzzle, so to speak, whether it's CPO or even, even just strictly used car sales in general. Can, can you speak to that and, um, and what that segment of the business has, has meant to your members? Well, yeah, I mean, I, this goes way back when I, I was calling on, on dealers with, with uh, calling on the factories back in the 90s. And I, I got access to all kinds of financial statements. And the dealers that were, were the most profitable were the ones that were selling at least at a one-to-one ratio. And even, right. even more so when they were selling two used vehicles to every, every one vehicle. And now it's a, it's a scary time because you know, as, as you know, Bill, the numbers just don't appear to make sense because new vehicles are in such tight supply. Used vehicles are in such tight supply. I mean, we're back to, to these used cars, which have always been a depreciating asset to now, you know, people are having to pay what they never thought. And they, they're worried. I mean, they're worried that there's going to be some kind of a, a bubble. Yeah. It just doesn't seem right. But, you know, our chief economist, the experts out there, you know, J.D. Power, you, you look at, at, uh, at what Black Book's saying, you, you look at Cox Automotive. I mean, the, there, there is no bubble. Hmm. This is kind of where it's at right now. And, and dealers have found creative ways uh, to, to acquire inventory. And, and some dealers that had, had kind of been on the fence and been more new car focused have sort of been, been you know, gently forced into this business. And I think that that's paying off for them, you know, without, without a doubt. Mike, you mentioned uh, a, a minute ago uh, about the convention, and it, it's it's a prime season uh, where the industry comes together. And of course, last year, <laughs> right as you walk in the door, you had to go digital. I, I, we haven't had a chance to talk about that, but I, I'm sure there are a few stories that uh, probably weren't so funny at the time, but but maybe you look back on now and uh, hopefully there's a chuckle or two in there. But uh, I know you're excited to to have everyone coming back together in March. Uh, Las Vegas uh, next year, right? Exactly. And my, you know, my thought listening to you, uh, tee up that question is, you know, if they were all good days, <laughs> you wouldn't really know what a good day was. It right. takes a few bad days to have have the the good ones and really appreciate them. And and if uh, <laughs> that's kind of the way I, I I view the virtual conference, you know, we gave it our best shot. Uh, but it, it was, it, it's, you know, everyone's got zoom fatigue. Yeah. It, uh, it is not the same. And thankfully I have been able to get out and mix it up. Now we've had two board meetings. We have a big board of 65, wow. uh, dealers and, and we've had almost perfect attendance. The conferences I'm going to, I was with the ATAEs just, just, uh, a couple days ago, the room was full there as was uh, there were a lot of dealer uh, CFOs and accountants at the AICPA conference. People are just dying to be back together yeah. and in person. So we are so looking forward to the show in March. We've got big, big plans. As you've probably seen, we have rented out Allegiant Stadium. We're going to throw yes. the industry a, a welcome 
back celebration. And we're just, we, we are very encouraged by the exhibitor signups, the registration. Uh, we just hope that this, this pandemic is gonna, gonna subside here and, uh, and it's gonna be the best over. And while I'm thinking about it too, best of luck with, with Used Car Week. I know you've got a big show coming up. I hate that I have to miss it this year. I have some conflicts, but I think it's gonna be great. People are gonna be back together. And uh, and it, it'll it'll probably feel feel just great. You'll probably have one of your best ever. Well, thank you. Yeah, we are excited about that. And and as we were talking uh, before, we kind of pressed record on the podcast. We're very excited about Used Car Week this year. Our our registration levels and attendance levels are really right at and even exceeding uh, year over year the 2019 levels, which is uh, which is just. Again, we're, we're just over the moon on that and, and excited to get back. Uh, we will be in Vegas as well, as a lot of automotive events are over time, but, uh, but excited to, to do that. And, and Mike, we'll, we'll have you guys back maybe uh, 2022. We're going to head out to San Diego. That's always a fun spot. So we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, um, awesome. Um, you're listening to the Auto Remarketing Podcast, Bill Zadites, along with you, Mike Stanton of the NADA is our guest for this. And with just a couple of minutes left, Mike, I, I know that, you know, over the course of the, the last 12 months or so, there've been so many uh, priorities for you um, in what is a new role for you. But of course you, you spent many years at NADA. Um, what are, what are highlights over the last 10, 10 to 12 months that, that you can share with, uh, with our audience here on the podcast that, uh, that really stand out to you um, as you've uh, entered this, uh, this next phase in, in the Mike Stant career? Well, I, I guess the most important or, or the first and most important thing that comes to mind for me was just the warm embrace I, I received in this role. Uh, we have a great team here. At, at NADA, uh, as I like to say, there were no surprises because I've been here 20 years, but, yeah. but there's a surprise every day. And I'm just so fortunate to be surrounded by a team of, of amazing professionals. And I'm happy to say that, that not one has, has decided to, to uh, you know, make, a, make a different career decision. So I'm thrilled to have the team that I do here. Uh, we're a, a tight-knit bunch. Uh, the dealers have been amazingly supportive as, as well. As we all know, they are their characters. They're, they're fun to be around. Uh, they certainly challenge us, but I, I've, I couldn't work for a greater group of people in, in a greater industry. You know, we also have all of these, these uh, folks in the field that run their own state and metro dealers associations, and they have been just awesome to work with as well. And then all of the, the industry partnerships that, that we were able to develop over the years, including the one we have with you, Bill, and the team at Auto Remarketing. It's just nice to, to have all that support. And, and I, I think that's the key. The more that as we're faced with, with these external challenges, that the more that we can work together and, and focus on taking care of the customer. I know I've said it now several times, but if, if we're together, we're going to win in the marketplace, and I feel I feel very good about that. Uh, and and that's that's why you know I just appreciate the position and all all the support that I've been given so far. That is the voice of Mike Stanton of NADA, and uh, Mike again, thank you for your time today. Enjoyed our conversation. Thanks, Bill. 
Once again, thank you for joining us on another edition of the Auto Remarketing Podcast. My name is Bill Zadites. We'll hope to see you right back here next time. With over 125 million in insurance recovery and 40 million loans and leases tracked, Allied Solutions is an industry leader in financial institution solutions for ancillary product cancellation, total loss and gap claims, and repossession physical damage recovery. The team at Allied is working hard to deliver on their culture of innovation to transform products and services into instruments of action. Grow, protect, and evolve your business with Allied Solutions. To learn more, visit alliedsolutions.net backslash autofinance. Again, alliedsolutions.net backslash autofinance.